0: Sound. Yep. I'm working on a new intro, too. Rackhouse Ramblings, episode 38, take one. There we go. We'll cut that out. Rackhouse Ramblings, episode 38. I'm Jeff, your host, and this is the 18th episode of my second season, Self-Proclaim. Today's podcast is going to be fun. i got a few uh, new things to talk about, and I'm trying a new format. We have a special guest host along with me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the stage, Jerry Macklett, a.k.a. Doob. Big round of applause. Do you like that?
1: Yeah. Thank say, you for having me. You,
0: you sound good. You sound You sound like you've been doing this a long time, as a matter of fact. So Doob and I go back since grade school. We talked about a couple the other day when Gary was here. 40 it's been over 40 years
1: yeah been. we're old
0: we're, <laughs> that we've known each other right it is and um why don't you let's do this why don't you take a minute do your shout outs to everyone listening because when we get done we post this you got to tell all your friends right but for people that don't know um tell them a, say a couple things about yourself like
1: well i retired anything. april 1st Woohoo! 30 years at wayne county nice uh like to cook my hobby. Yep. It's what relaxes me, and uh well,
0: you're a family man.
1: I'm a family man. How long wife, been married now? Daughter, uh, almost thirteen years.
0: It flies by, doesn't it? How old your daughter?
1: Eleven. Eleven. That's yep, a handful. Going in the sixth grade. Good for you. That's pretty cool. Right there alone keeps me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you're,
0: and you're pretty involved with your daughter. You're not like hand your hands-on oh like, yeah
1: very involved that's the fun uh, part. volunteer at school you know blah 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 you know
0: what do all those things because you're going to wake up one day and there'll be none of it
1: <laughs> Yep. well that's what kind of sucked about COVID because it yeah stopped all that
0: and sh- she's probably tired of hanging around you i bet right well <laughs> a little bit <laughs> so the the whole idea thanks for coming out here is i want to try and do this as more of a conversational podcast, like I was telling you before we started. And I'm hoping, I'm thinking, you're gonna help kind of uh, lubricate the conversation a little bit. How's that sound? Right. Sounds great. That's the whole idea. So here, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna start off, first thing, um, because it's Rackhouse Ramblings, we talk about bourbon. I brought out a bottle of bourbon here. And a few years ago, I visited this distillery. It's called uh, Willett Distillery in Bartstown, Kentucky. and um, it's kind of, a, they call it a craft distillery. It's not like a big factory. It's really like a mom and pop operation. Ann and I, um, these are our sampling glasses from when we were there. We went on the tour and they give you a sample and all that. But the funny thing I remember most about that distillery is they had a cat that hangs around followed us all around. It's like a giant tabby cat or whatever. So in my, in the bourbon room, I have a picture and there's a little cat and you see them hiding there. That's what I remember most about it. But the other thing I remember too is, so they make, this is called Willett's, uh, bourbon, There's a title for it. I'll get to it in a minute. But they have a secondary recipe called Johnny Drum. And that was the one I liked the most. More than the main one. This main one I got because of the bottle. (laughs) I really like the bottle. That's to be honest. kind of
1: reminds me of my parents' old uh, lamp. uh, Oh, no shit. You know.
0: (laughs) Like the The oil uh, oil lamp. lamp. Yeah. that's If you you didn't know any better, that's what it looks like. They actually shape it after their um they call it a pot still oh. and that's what they would make it's giant probably it's bigger than this table probably as big as this room goes up you know 20 some feet and has these little windows on it I got a picture of it in the in the bourbon room but that's what it's uh shaped after and I love the bottles too so I I'll hold on to it when we're done with it but for it let's do this. I'm gonna pour us each a little sip and we'll take a sip while we're talking. Okay. So it's called will it pot still I need my glasses. Straight bourbon whiskey. And this is not very strong. This is a 94 proof standard stuff. And I'm going to just pour just a little sip. It'll be nice to get a second opinion on a couple of these things. Because I re-
1: I, re- I just tell everyone, oh, it's so good. Now, are you supposed to let it breathe a little bit like wine? or No. You
0: just... No, not necessarily. But this glass, you see it's a special shape, right? The idea is it gets all these smells going. And it smells like...
1: It smells a little sweet.
0: It does. Kind of reminds me. I was thinking um, of the butterscotch stuff you brought over, oh, right? Vanilla. Total. Yeah. So I, I go to their webpage page, and um, it's www.kentuckybourbonwhiskey.com. So been around a long time. This Willet uh, Distillery. Let me fold my page right here. I got my notes. So what this is called is small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Willet Pot Still Reserve. So they have tasting notes. The nose is vanilla lemon cake. Do you smell? I can smell like a lemon, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: I can smell vanilla. The palate is a balance of caramel, vanilla, spices, and citrus. Hmm. Let me take a sip. Spices for sure. Vanilla for
1: sure.
0: Yeah. Is citrus, is there citrus in there? I don't, I don't know. Not lemony. It's smooth. There's no burn, nothing like that. So I remember when we were at the distillery and we tasted this, and I thought, this is pretty good. But their other one I thought was better, and that's when we left the distillery, I bought a bottle of the other stuff.
1: I'm getting the vanilla at the end.
0: Yeah. So when you taste it, tell me this. Like When I taste it, if my tongue was a a map or whatever, in the back of it is where I'm kind of tasting all this. Nothing at the front. That's
1: what I'm saying. When I get the vanilla, I get it as it's kind of. That's, I,
0: you know that's how i'm getting it too
1: and i see where they get the cake part do you kind of
0: like i'm not getting that fluffy feeling or anything but anyway that's pretty good stuff so apparently the other thing when i went to their web page they talked you know they give all this history and everything and this willet family has been around since 1684 in england and when they first started in england they weren't a whiskey family they were a pewter family up A pewter or something makes up stuff out of pewter, and you have to apply for a maker's mark, Uh, right? That caught my attention. So this family, this Willet family, has like a little seal, and when they made something, they put their maker's mark stamp into it. And I thought that was kind of cool. So everyone, check it out: Mm -hmm. www.kentuckybourbonwhiskey.com. And we're gonna drink some Willet. What do they call it? Pot still reserve, 94 proof, small batch whiskey. Comes in a really cool bottle. And, um, I guess try some, get some, I
1: don't know. friend of mine that lives down the street from me, he's a huge bourbon guy. Oh, really? I mean, a huge bourbon. might have
0: to invite him over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Mike would probably enjoy it. Really? Cool. Yeah. He would love to talk about bourbon. Really?
0: That's what I need. Someone else to... I yeah. keep asking for volunteers, you people out there listening. I need people.
1: He goes to this place in Tennessee that, uh, I have to find out the name of the store. Oh, it's like a party store? Well, uh, it's a big bourbon store. Liquor barn. Maybe. It,
0: there's a, It's like a chain of these giant... They're the biggest grocery store. And they have a whole aisle
1: yeah.
0: of bourbon. The whole aisle.
1: He gets real excited.
0: Five shelves all the way down. I So that's where I got this one. This is from... Uh, when you uh, go down south, you're on I-75, and you go down uh, Cincinnati, and you come back up into Kentucky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's called Covington. Right in Covington, I stopped at the store got this bottle, we walked out $500 later. Wow. Yeah, so I've had this bottle for a couple years. So anyway, um, I wanted to talk about, uh, I'm going to start out talking about uh, the vacation Ann and I took last week. Okay. So we left here in Northville last Wednesday, drive up north, Mackinac Bridge, and um, the whole goal was to get to Wisconsin to see this World uh, Lumberjack Championship, right? And so we go up I-75, and... Mm -hmm. When you go to, uh, just before you get to the bridge, we always stop in Mackinac City. Have you been up there in the last few years? It's, it's pretty touristy. So like the very last exit before you get to the bridge, you look to the right and there's a whole strip, reminds you of like any tourist town. They have um, t-shirts, uh, fudge, all that stuff, but we always stop at this popcorn place and Ann gets three bags of pop. We had white cheddar, we had kettle corn, and we had toffee. It's like $24 or some ridiculous price, yeah. but we like their, she, she likes popcorn. so said, okay, we'll get it. So then before we get to the bridge, I'll always drive under the bridge. Shouldn't say under, there's a park right at the base. If you ever heard of this? Yeah. I love that park because it's free. We go under there and I always like go underneath the bridge. And you
1: take a picture of Big Mac.
0: Yes, from the bottom side. It's kind of like a backstage pass for up north. So anyway, do all that stuff. We get back on the bridge, go across and hang left. And start driving on US2. And I don't know if you've ever... When you go over the bridge, hang a left, and you're in the UP. It's beautiful. Before you get to McDonald's, there's a place called Clyde's Drive-In. Clyde's Drive-In is an old-fashioned drive-in burger joint. But what makes them special is they fresh grind their beef every day. And and their fries... I don't think they're hand-cut. I think... Don't quote me on it, but I know their uh, milkshakes are handmade. Not you or me. So... Uh, we go in there. or Actually, we didn't go there this time. We we're going to hit it on the way back. But fresh cut or fresh ground beef every day, never frozen. But as soon as I get on um, US2 whenever I'm in the UP.
1: Driving a so, mortar Isn't it though. beautiful? Oh, so
0: like, so westbound westbound. here was our plan. We go over the bridge and hang a lot. We're on US2. We drive through all that sandy part. and It's a really nice day. And we drove for about another two out. hours. To and you. we um, turn left. It's called the... Uh, what is it called? Big Bay to or Bay to Knock. And um, there's Fayette State Park down there. And across from the state park on the other side of the peninsula is called Portage Bay Campground. And we, I found this campground on YouTube and there's only 23 sites, first come, first serve. But I go to the state park and it says, okay, follow this for the next six or eight miles. And it starts out on blacktop and then it changes to a gravel road. <laughs> then it changes to a two-track road. Then it changes to a logging road. And finally, like, Uh, Six hours later, we were, um, not six hours, six miles later, we end up at this little campground right on shore of Lake Michigan. So all 23 campsites back up.
1: Right to Lake Michigan. Wow.
0: Yeah. And when we went out to the beach, it was like a C-shape that went on for about three or four miles of all sand. Just like you saw driving in, right? All sand, no waves, perfectly smooth glass because it was like a cove. It was so cool. So cool. We set up our camp and everything, and um, waited till nighttime. And it got dark. We went out to the beach.
1: Did you look for uperu upor-
0: Not at that beach. We have though on
1: Lake Superior. I got my wife a black light. Yep, uh, that's like a big thing for that. Yeah, so oh yeah,
0: a lot yeah. of people don't know that. What's a uperite? people it's, it's a rock
1: that. that if when you shine a black light, and it yeah. has to be a certain black light, mm-hmm. uh, um. 35 or something i forgot the name of it but it glows when i've seen people do it it lights up so i got my wife for uh part of her birthday present i got her the black light yep and they sent a rock too with it a uber to test
0: so you can see
1: yeah and uh it was like 75 bucks or something have you guys tried it yet no okay no well we went up to empire okay couple of weeks ago but we were camping so we didn't go out at night right and we didn't go you know late we Christmas.
0: we saw people doing it also not necessarily in the dark of night but as the sun was going down yeah. it's still dusk people were going up and down the beach as we've seen do that at this yeah. beach not so much because it was all sand but you it's some kind of i don't know what the material is it reacts do you know what it is in the uh, stone i hate. yeah i don't either. either we'll save it for another thing so we, we ended up on this beach. We stayed for the night. We go out in the middle of the night. It's probably 11 or 12 because it stayed light till 10 o'clock. It was still like you could see light out and everything. So, about 11 30, 12, we went out to the beach, took our chairs, and we had the whole thing to ourselves, right? Until my asshole <laughs> camping neighbor stumbles out and he's drunk.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And of this, remember I told you, it's like a three mile beach, right? Guess where he sits? Right here next to <laughs> I thought Ann was going to smack him. So I was like, okay, whatever. We suck it up. And you can hear him talking plain as day. It's so quiet and peaceful. We're trying to be quiet. So the way you're sitting across from me and I'm sitting across from you, Ann and I sat like that, but next to each other. So yeah. she was looking over my shoulder. I was looking over her shoulder. We have the whole sky covered. Sure shit. I saw five shooting stars. She saw five shooting stars. We were out there probably about an hour or so. It was pretty cool. A lot of no satellites. No Northern lights. No Northern lights. Nope. And, uh, so that was like the highlight of that night. We go back and we slept. And I got in trouble, I think, because I didn't bring enough padding. Like we have these sleeping pads that like, go on the ground. <laughs> it was roughing it. So she was yeah. pretty sore the next day.
1: Costco has uh, memory foam pads, they're eight inches thick. That's what they're I should great. get. Yeah. That's honestly. what I should get
0: for camping like that for sure next time, especially when my truck's right there, right? So we pack up next morning, get back out to US2, head across. Continue through the Upper Peninsula all the way across, and just before you get to the Wisconsin border, um, is the town of
1: Ironwood. Oh my God, I got you know uh, Ironwood. No, well, in two thousand thirteen, we went up to the UP, you know, mm-hmm. went to Carper Harbor because
0: yeah, I had to go to the that. most
1: northern point in Michigan. Cool. Because yep, I had that over my head, and I wanted to get out. <laughs> get of off the, of the bucket way. list. We went to Porcupine Mountains, and we uh, made an appointment to do a tour. At the um, the mine, no, 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 I knocked down my one really. blank. No, the stormy Hapel. cromer, stormy cromer. Well, we didn't realize that that is like the little part in Michigan that is in the central time zone.
0: So, <laughs> so we, you're off by an hour, right? We, were, we got there
1: early, <laughs> okay. So we decided to go, you know, take a little tour up yeah. there. So we yeah. went through Ironwood, and cool. in Michigan, it's all churches and religious. yep Soon as you cross over to Wisconsin, it's strip bars, like older strip <laughs> bars, and it's like a rite of passage for Wisconsin kids to go there when they turn twenty-one Nice. to go out of a different strip bars. But during I didn't the know day, that. but during the day, it's you know because the a, line is right in town. Yeah, right. and it's kind of nice. I mean, it's like an yeah. older style. Yeah,
0: yep, but, I know uh, exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's funny. We were we went to Stormy Cromer. It's probably the third or fourth time we've been there. And I've done the tour before. So now we just go for the factory outlet.
1: And okay. Ann usually
0: finds a sweater. I'll find a hat. I probably got three or four hats or whatever. I love my hat. That's, it's I really it cool. People time. don't know. That's a free tour, free to walk through, yep. free to shop at. And everything's discounted. And it's made here in Michigan. Yep. And people don't know, too, is they sew other things. They sew the newest thing they had when we were there was the uh, dog beds. But, um, oh, okay. So when you order a dog bed online, they get the order, sew it up, and send it out yep. for another company. The other thing they make are the canopies for kids' playground things, for rainbow something or whatever, the wood play set. They make the little canopy that goes inside of it.
1: Yeah, I know. The hats <laughs> are a lifetime guarantee. <laughs> right.
0: She said just send it back, and they'll I, take care of
1: it. I registered all our That's hats. Cool. And, That's yeah. cool.
0: While we, so while we were there, this guy, uh, he is he explained that he owns a company. And he was, for Christmas this year, he's giving all of his employees Stormy Cromer hats. Sweet. So he ordered 50-something of them, three charge cards he was putting, these hats, they had a whole cart full of hats. Yeah. And he had, everyone in his company had a size and
1: a color that they picked and, out. Hey, I got a big hat. <laughs> they had hats bigger than mine. No shit. Yeah.
0: So we we, we drove through Ironwood, stopped, stopped there, kept right on going, and you go like another hour and a half. And... When you get to Wisconsin, you just keep going, you end up on the shore of Lake Superior. Follow that shoreline around, and there's a little peninsula that goes up. And we went to a place called the Apostle Islands, and that's the map that I have right here. Check this out. So we went to, the little town is called Bayfield, and we caught a ferry, and it goes across that biggest island in the lower right there, and it's called Madeline Island. And we camped on Madeline Island. There's a state park there with like... Hundred campsites or whatever. So you for I want to say it was twenty seven dollars to ferry our truck across, and you go yeah. across, and we stayed the night yeah. on the island. And it would probably been a whole lot better. It reminded me of uh, miniature Mackinac Island, yeah. Like miniature, miniature, like one street, ten or twelve buildings. They had bike rental, moped rental, t shirt shop, like two restaurants, a couple of bed and breakfasts, and that was it. But because of COVID. Almost everything. I don't want to say almost everything. Most everything was shut down. Was out of business. So there were two restaurants. They closed at 5 o'clock. There's a T-shirt shop, moped, and that was about it.
1: There's a cheese shop right when you get in there too. What is After it? Cheese. You can buy like cheese curds. And oh yeah, yeah. That. Everywhere in
0: Wisconsin, yeah. that's yeah. a thing. Cheese curds. So we went to camp on this island, and it rained like a son of a.
1: Oh man. It
0: rained so much, dude. we didn't set up the tent (laughs) it rained we opened the back of my truck and climbed in there (laughs) and so before the night came we went into town to grab dinner of course there was no dinner we had to eat our camping meals but there was a bar and the funny thing about this bar is it burned down and now the bar exists on top of the ground of the old bar and it was a tent i shouldn't even call it a whole tent it was half a tent huge um Remind me of Bartertown when Mad Max went into Bartertown. He oh, goes yeah. in t- just like that. <laughs> add some some <laughs> Christmas lights and add a tiki bar here, like three of them. And they took cash only. And when it was raining, half the bar was getting wet and half wasn't. And the part in between had water dripping everywhere. Nice. <laughs> so he went in there, and so you could either get beer or you got this jungle juice. Like see your giant water container. You get that full of this jungle juice. Had six shots in it. It was like $12. So, of course, I got it. And Anne got one, but she couldn't drink hers. It tasted terrible. It was a nasty, nasty drink. And I said, you should probably drink this. I'm glad I did.
1: Well, we're not 21 anymore. Yeah, but
0: that's how I got to sleep. Oh. (laughs) So now I was able to crawl in the back of the truck and go to sleep. Anne didn't sleep at all. I mean, like, all night she just laid there. Uh, I felt so bad the next day. horrible. Yeah, I was like, you should have probably had that drink. (laughs) I was up bright and early at like 6.30 in the morning. The sun was coming up and everything. And I, you know me. I'm already oh, yeah. She was still like covered up in there. So, oh, whatever. So, we, the, <laughs> I can laugh now. She was not very happy. We drove the next hour and a half south to a town called Hayward to, for the Lumberjack Championship, World Championship. And we met some friends there, Brad and Julie, and they kind of set up the whole thing. And, uh, so we spent the next three days watching, uh, every morning we get up, go for a hike or two. And then in the afternoon was lumberjack thing. And, um, so we Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we spent like that. We stayed in a hotel and it was a lot nicer and everything, but, um, we go for a hike every morning. And then when they do the lumberjack show, I should call it a show, but it it reminded me of a three ring circus. So one ring had, um, the sawing and the chopping. Then the other ring had the giant poles where they do like the climbing oh yeah so they had a 60 foot and a 90 foot it was way up there and then the third ring had the log rolling where they get in the water and it's guy guys uh and there's girls division and then they run across these logs and all that but it was really cool really yeah. cool i'd never seen anything like it they don't look like athletes they look like you and me and just regular people but they athletes they really get
1: with it so oh yeah the log rolling is amazing
0: i, I didn't can barely know this. walk
1: on a cyborg. There's log
0: rolling school did you know there's log rolling school yeah. so when you're a kid in hayward wisconsin you go to log rolling school and then it turns out you can get a job a career it sounds like working in these logging shows lumberjack shows so there's the one in hayward and the other big one is in pigeon forge tennessee Yeah. yeah lumberjack show and i guess these lumberjack shows are everywhere like in mackinac and all that and well, you can make a career out of it.
1: Pigeon Forge is another big uh, tourist trap. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's yeah. where these kids work. So they'll start in Wisconsin and then go to half of the contestants were in Pigeon Forge that came up, back up for the show. Oh, well, welcome home. So and so's from Pigeon Forge now. And, da, da, da. and I guess you can make a living being right. a professional lumberjack. So from there, we stayed three days. On the last day, we got up Sunday and we drove to Escanaba. And in Escanaba, we stayed at a hotel called Terrace Bay Hotel or whatever. And it was really nice, super clean, right on Lake Michigan. Um, We went out to dinner that night and ate at their restaurant. And what was really cool about the restaurant, I went Terrace Bay Tavern or something. Everything was fresh and we had to wait, you know, hour and a half, two hours. Because they're short of staff. Everyone's short of staff, right? Um, So I ordered uh, some kind of Alfredo chicken alfredo or whatever. And that was really good. But what I wanted to talk to you about was the other things that they had. It was um, their appetizers. We had uh, bread and butter, right? But you know, when you uh, order, go to a craft beer place, have a flight of beers, right? Yep. This place had a flight of butter, oh. which I had never heard. Have you ever heard of this? Like butter flights? Oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture. And So it came on a tray, just like the flight of beers. And there were four, here we go, I'm going to show you a picture. So there are four butters on that flight. See the little wood slab? Mm. There was, the first one was cinnamon sugar. The next one was garlic herb. Then there is a plain butter. And then the last one was a crushed red pepper butter. And to go with the flight of butters was a flight of breads wow yeah (laughs) and it sounded really fun to me and i'm thinking once i saw the flight of butters wow what are the different things we could make with the flight of butters you could do like a sriracha butter you could do uh, anything yeah yeah
1: like doesn't that sound good though like your cheese butter you put right on the yeah and
0: then uh, so now you got to think of like four breads to go butter yeah so they had like garlic bread they had like a sweet bread they had a cheese stuffed bread and to me, that was like the highlight of the, of the night was, oh, yeah. was the bread and butter. The food was good, but the bread and butter was really, yeah, that's pretty cool. it was pretty special. We liked it. We spent that the night there, got up the next day, and uh, went back to Michigan, drove through Mackinac. And this is where I've got um, something to bring out for you. I think you're going to like this.
1: I made butter before.
0: Oh, this isn't butter, my man. This is better than butter. And I'm, I'm sure. I think you've had this before. I can't remember or not. So this is whitefish dip, smoked whitefish oh. dip, and this is really good. I love this stuff. The way I do it, this is a. I go to the same place every year when I go up north. Um, as soon as you get off the Mackinac you Bridge. By the gun. Uh, by the gun. You know that
1: huge gun. No. Uh, you know. Uh, there's
0: a hot dog. As soon as you get off the bridge, the very first exit, you get off, and it's like a garage right there on the right. It's a smokehouse. Oh, okay. And he smokes fish, and he smokes... This
1: is on the left side.
0: No, opposite. This one's right. on the opposite. And it's not... He doesn't advertise a lot, but he smokes... Um, Might take a couple crackers if you want to scoop some on. So this is smoked whitefish in a uh, cream cheese with some spices, and... But this reminded me of the butter thing too. Is that we can make it however we want with whatever cream cheese we want. Mm-hmm. So I am gonna. Um...
1: We went to when we went to Empire a couple weeks ago. There mm-hmm. was this place called Gabe's Smoke Meats. Oh. And. I always stop at places fantastic like Fantastic uh, jerky, and they're smoked lake trout Mm -hmm. was to die for.
0: Did you bring some home with you? Oh,
1: yeah. Did you? Yeah, it's gone.
0: That's funny you say that. So, when we were there, I picked up, I'm going to give you this packet to take home. So, that is vacuum sealed, smoked Michigan whitefish. Did you make this? Mm-hmm. And smoked salmon. Well, I bought the salmon and the whitefish from him. So, like, when you buy the whitefish, It's a whole fish, Yeah. head, tail, everything. And of course, when I show that, people won't eat that. So I cut the head off, cut the tail off, put it into these little slices. I made up packs like that because when you bring it out, we're going to eat just a little bit like this, right? Right. So the portion's small just so you can eat it however you want. And that, so that white fish has the skin on it. You peel the skin off, pull the flaky meat off, and then put it in cream cheese or however you want to do it. And the salmon's the same way, so there's little bones in there. So I bought a big hunk of the salmon, but I cut it into smaller, and then I hold the packs like that just because the serving size is smaller. Yeah. That's what you get for being a guest today.
1: Oh, wow. I thought
0: you would like that. So you said a couple of times you went to Empire.
1: Yeah.
0: Tell us about it. What did you do? Where did you go? That's good. Isn't it? I'm going to have some while you're talking, though.
1: We went to a campground. It's not a state park or nothing. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Where is Empire? It is Sleeping Bear Dunes. Okay. It's uh, over there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Empire, has, it's a little town, the uh, actual downtown. It has, like, an antique shop, uh ice cream place. The ice cream place actually sold uh, <laughs> chicken shawarmas. Really? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I'm Lebanese. <laughs> uh, I was afraid. Did, did you no, try it? No, I was afraid to try <laughs> it. I just couldn't do it. Uh, they got a nice little beach there, and uh, yeah, it was really. You took nice. your camper now. You showed got, me pictures our of it. Took
0: camper. That. Tell me about the camper.
1: Met my sister up there, my niece, and they they both got campers. Uh, we bought a little camper. Mm-hmm. What it's year about, is that? It's uh 80, Re, I believe. It's like vintage. Scotty
0: eighty three. So there's people out there that will know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys when that last time I saw it, you tore out the inside. We, Mo Mo did all yeah, the
1: Mo my wife, my lovely wife. She is handy as she's shit she's very handy. Yeah. I'm the cook. She's the one that Hey Mo, that. great job by the way. Way to go, honey. <laughs> uh gutted everything out and it's pretty much just sleeping quarters. Yep. Um we just bought a little refrigerator. Uh, because a lot of our food got one <laughs> so you know that's how you learn though you yeah, know what get out there yeah. and do it and
0: that's how you learn so and, you guys can camp, camp with you and your sister and who else uh my niece okay. and her family that's pretty fun camping so with
1: my my yeah my brother-in-law he has a mobile home 35 mm-hmm. footer whoa he's got a big one whoa yeah a
0: big one you said yeah <laughs> mobile home that is
1: mobile home, <laughs> and uh my niece, or, they got a, a trailer or, you know, camper right. that's probably about, yep. I don't know, 20, 25 feet long. Uh, it's nice. Camp and
0: cooking is fun to me.
1: Love it. It's
0: it's kind of, it. it's different. And you notice your menu is different when you're cooking.
1: Yep. Well, I like that. I made like them, them baked potatoes on the campfire. Cool. And they all loved it. Cool. Uh But our last day, or actually the morning we were leaving, Mm -hmm. it poured. I mean, poured hard. And it was horrible.
0: It's not fun because all your stuff gets wet. Even if you put stuff inside the camper, it's still wet. Everything's moist. Everything's damp.
1: Uh, And we have two dogs with us. And the dogs do not like camping as it is. No. So
0: we put
1: them in the car. And has a dog sitter that comes to this house.
0: Yeah. And sits with the dogs because yeah. it just it for us it always gets complicated with
1: the dogs. Oh, very complicated. Yeah,
0: were you guys able to do any um, excursions out of the campground? So you went for ice cream, did you? Uh, then we went to the beach.
1: Mm-hmm. We uh, what else did we do? That was really about it. Yeah, just hanging and we out. Went, oh, we went to Sleeping Bear Dunes. Um, That's cool. Like the park yep. where you go in and then you know yep. there's a covered bridge. Yep. So,
0: you know, that is called a national lakeshore. Did you know Yes, it is. Yeah. So I'm going to take a break on national lakeshore for a second. And people are saying, what's a national lakeshore? Well, Pictured Rocks is a national lakeshore. uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes is a lakeshore. Apostle Islands are a national lakeshore. And they're similar to a national park. A couple exceptions. National parks, you can't hunt at. uh, National lakeshores, you can. Didn't know that, did you? Didn't know. So there's areas of Sleeping Bear Dunes. That are open to hunting not necessarily near where you hike or you walk or anything but in other areas same thing in pictured rocks area once you get away from the trail and the pictured rocks in the mainland and then on these islands you can actually even go out on these islands if you wanted to hunt and fish and things like you can go out there and it's open that's one of the differences there's funding issues money issues and things like that and years ago what would happen was to get a national park you had to go to congress this is teddy roosevelt learned all that he was the one that did all this stuff and the way he got around going to Congress, he says, well, I won't make it a national park. I'm the president. I'm going to call it a national lakeshore. Yeah. And that's how they came up. Or they had, uh, there's other things. There's parks, there's lakeshores, there's national wetlands. And that's how he protected areas.
1: Yeah, well, thanks to him, he did. That's
0: exactly it. It's he was a, a big hunter. To hell with Congress, to hell with all these people. I'm going to set this land aside. And did you know uh, Mackinac Island was our first national park?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, it's not a national park anymore, but that oh. was number one, yeah. was Mackinac Island. So anyway, you guys went to Empire yeah, Camp, you got wet.
1: If you never... Yeah, we all got... Well, me and my wife got soaking wet. My daughter didn't. So no? We took her from the trailer into the <laughs> car.
0: She didn't get into the your uh, brother-in-law's or your uh, the big trailer? Was that one there?
1: Well, no, that was the day we were leaving. Oh, okay. So...
0: That's what parents do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but other than that, it was gorgeous. They, they at the campground, they had a, a, a pizza, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Pizza night? Pizza. No, they, yeah, but a, a trailer. You know where they sell? Oh, yeah, like a food, food trailer. trailer. Yeah. They had a pizza food truck and a hamburger food hey,
0: truck. Hey, did you think about taking your pizza oven with you?
1: No. No? Because it's... It's kind of big kind of bulky. it is kind of big and i don't want to break my pizza stone oh yeah i didn't think so that. i'm very paranoid about that yep that's and, a good, uh, I, I have an idea for us
0: we need to have a little pizza we need to do another get together okay. and the last one we did was with fish fry right yeah with, at john's let's do another one with pizzas uh you bring your oven i'll bring my oven we'll pre-make some doughs oh yeah what do you think
1: yeah i just need like three four days to make my dough
0: yeah We'll have to plan it and we'll make it. And I think that would be fun. Just sit around again. And and you know what, too? It's just an excuse to get together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't mind. I mean, friends and pizza. Yeah, around. that's what I'm
0: thinking. Friends and pizza, you know, bring the. Yeah. We should make it like a wife thing or a family thing. Try to mm, anyway. We can. Yeah. Your wife would go. My wife would go. Yeah. Right? I yeah. think she would go. Yeah, she would go. But I don't yeah. know. The other guys. We'll I mean, you know, Ann knows
1: everybody. Mm-hmm. And yep. We went to school with her, so.
0: Hey, you gotta tell everyone about your egg thing. You told it to me off the... I know you're gonna vomit a little bit. Okay, in your mouth, so.
1: Tell them the egg story. We were on our way back from Sleeping Bear Dunes, and I wanted to get some farm fresh eggs. Oh, nice. So I noticed there was farm this, to table, right? Yes, farm to table, literally. But yeah. Anyways, so we stop at this uh house and they got a little refrigerator and you just put your four dollars inside the little slot and i'm like oh great i got some farm fresh cool. eggs you know they were like green and brown and white you know all different kinds and sizes <laughs> so my brother-in-law and his brother and my sister came over for uh breakfast because i was cooking uh, bacon on the fire yeah and, you know, who doesn't want that farm fresh eggs Oh, and I made Mm. ghee too. What's that? That's where you take uh, like take butter Mm -hmm. and you extract the uh, milk solids and water out of the butter. Mm -hmm. So once you do that, it it you can literally leave it out for months or a month or put it in the fridge for a year. Okay. And it doesn't have the low smoke point anymore. It's almost like an oil. Huh. But you're getting the butter flavor. Okay. So, so anyways, it's great the... for camping. So you get a lot of flavor, and that's why I like to cook my eggs and everything. You know? mm-hmm. So, I cracked the first egg, and right away the smell hits me. And as it hits the pan, little chicken came out, <laughs> and it was rotten. <laughs> You know, like feathers and shit dude it was the most my sister saw it too kind of horrified is she her. a
0: vegetarian now
1: yeah <laughs> me the smell i can't even describe the smell but like it got stuck in my nose so like the next two days i had it in my nose and i just kept smelling it and it was horrible it was horrifying. <laughs> disgusting
0: Never my, again, right? Yeah, my wife
1: <laughs> don't ever talk about that again. I don't uh, really care about it. it, 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 oh, it was horrible. It's part
0: of learning, I guess. So,
1: anyways, Wait. moral of the story is don't buy farm fresh eggs off the side of the road when you're up in the <laughs>
0: Exactly. Ann and I had, uh, or I shouldn't say Ann and I, I had, have you ever had those dehydrated backpack meals? And um, what it is, you just add boiling water to a Ziploc okay. and it rehydrates everything. So I had uh, dehydrated scrambled eggs and the eggs are actually powdered and you add water and they turn into shit yeah but needless to say there was no feathers in it so that's where i was going if you ever needed eggs when you're camping you yeah. could get those yeah they don't taste very good though you know hey speaking of food you were I'm telling that. you were telling me something um earlier that you are a recipe tester yes tell us. people about that
1: well as it is it's uh, america's test kitchen mm-hmm. um, is that a website? Is that an Instagram? Is that well, a... you can sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just go to americastestkitchen.com dot com mm-hmm. and on probably the menu button or uh, I don't know if you can put a link somewhere. I if I yeah, we'll put a link on it. Put
0: a link to it. <laughs> um, My people will get right on that.
1: <laughs> so what <if> they <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: people? Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk to uh, Buddy Bailey. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> so keep going yeah. you're you're uh, so anyways
1: what it is is uh you're testing rapid recipes for cooks illustrated mm-hmm. and cooks country which is their two magazines mm-hmm. so they developed the recipe and what they do is they send it out to a bunch of people mm-hmm. and then you know we cook what they you know send you and then you take a survey and tell them what you thought about it would you make wow. it again were there any techniques that were difficult blah, blah 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 they
0: probably like you you give them good feedback yeah,
1: yeah. oh yeah I, I, I tell them like that's pretty interesting and then you know and you send a picture and uh, if you took a picture of yep. it yep and uh, yeah is that the stuff you put on Instagram no no that's no, your own personal it, stuff right they don't want you to. Uh, oh, speed. while it's in the testing stage, yeah, you're not allowed to uh, talk about it or post it or anything. Yeah, That's I mean, cool. you know, That's it's cool. not like you go to jail. Or anything, yeah, but you know,
0: Kitchen I I like buddies.
1: doing it, so I don't.
0: That's cool. What? Hey, so if somebody wanted to see you on Instagram or your, or your food and stuff, what was your Instagram handle? Do you remember? I think it's just Jerry Macklid. Jerry Macklid at Instagram. Because you send, a, I like, I comment on your food shit. I think yeah, it looks
1: put, beautiful, man i put more of my stuff on facebook i try to put it on instagram but i forget you know i'm 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 only on instagram i don't do facebook right right but so
0: anyone that wants to follow jerry's on facebook yeah how do they find you on facebook
1: uh jerry Macklin.
0: M A K L E D, right? Yeah. There you go. Cool. I'm not a Facebook guy, like I said. I'm very limited. I do this podcast and some things on Instagram, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. I, well, that tomato galette that I posted, mm-hmm. oh my God, it was so good. It
0: looked, you're, the other thing too, your pictures are really crisp and really clear. Okay. I don't know if you do a filter or anything.
1: No. But it looks,
0: they no look filter. good. It, it like jumps out of the page. Yeah. Because that's half of it to this presentation. I'll take
1: about 10 or 12 pictures. And, and the then, best one. uh, i ask Maureen, which one do you like the best? <laughs> Whatever it is, it, you know, it looks pretty good. So. But I think when you take a picture at an angle of your food, mm-hmm. it really comes out a lot better. Yeah, It's like
0: fishing, yeah. right? We hold the fish right out in front of us. There's right. a technique to getting the good photograph. Yeah. One day Anne's going to learn it, so she can take pictures of me and my fishing lot, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can take really good pictures of her catching fish and stuff, but not, yeah. not yeah. reciprocated. Yeah. So oh, anyway... um. Why don't we wrap up? Is there anyone, anything you want to say? Anyone, oh, we got a shout out to your family or any of your listeners? or. No, I just you know? appreciate being here. I had it's a lot fun. of
1: fun. It is fun.
0: So looking at the clock, we've blown through 43 minutes almost. Wow. It went by really quick, didn't yeah. it? Hopefully yeah. everyone likes it. So Rackhouse Rambling, episode 38. If you guys like this format, let me know. Shoot me a text. Um, if you don't like it, shoot me a text. There's something we can do better. Shoot me a text. Um, but... Other than that, thanks for listening. I'm going to do some music on the way out. Let me see if I can find another jam here. What do we got? Uh,
1: Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with All over the neighborhood So why didn't you ask me, baby Or didn't you think I could it's out of sight But the shing and laces thinkin'